from reviews, Disney feature length films, short cartoons. We bought VHS tapes, every title we could. Disney is our business, business is good. Let us get down to the business, motherfuckers. Really? That's what? That's how you want to start this off. I thought it was pretty legit. Really? <laughs> you know, we have people say that... We swear too much? We swear too much, and then you just roll right I in. am pretty sure that was only one cuss. <laughs> yeah, we're only 20 I'm s- seconds in. I'm spreading it out, okay? I'm setting the tone. <sighs> Welcome to Let's Get Down to Business. We're a Disney podcast, you guys. We're what do we do here, though? Kevin swears a lot. Yeah. Because yeah. that's... that's why people come here yeah and why people leave <laughs> but mostly leave <laughs> so we're back yeah from disney world yep it's great was it really was it not no oh <laughs> it, it was kind of nice having like a 60 or 70 degree difference in temperature and that is completely legitimate and actually it might be more than that it since it was like that. negative 30 when we left yep <laughs> And now we're back home to the misery that is. Oh yeah, uh, and T folks, you know, it's the United States, so we're talking about Fahrenheit. Just, just so you know, I don't know if there's anybody in other countries, but we appreciate it. Uh, it's America, so we only do Fahrenheit and screw everybody else. I'm just saying, metric system. That's like the American attitude, right? Uh, yeah, I think we're so. number I think one. You, I think you nailed it. Okay. Cool. So this week we have a Donald Duck short. We do. Our, That's a shocker. Our favorite. And then our feature film is also an anthropomorphic animal. Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Yeah. We'll probably be doing that a lot yeah. more. So, uh, <laughs> Apologies in advance. Get your drinks ready. So should we talk about? I think we should. I think we should get down to it. Talk about what? Talk about the short. What? Lucky duck? Lucky number. So yeah, let's get down to it and talk about lucky number. What is Lucky Number? You said it was Donald Duck, but I mean, I'm not really familiar with the character. Donald Duck and his three nephews. Really? Huey, Dewey. And Louie. And Louis. I'm never going to not say Louis at this point. Uh, It was created in 1951, released in 1951, excuse me. I mean, maybe it was created that same year. I don't know. It depends on how fast they turn these out. It is about seven minutes-ish. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's about a car and a raffle. (laughs) And, uh, yeah. So, basically, Donald Dunk, ha- Duck, Dunk, Duck, has a lotto ticket. It's, like it's a not raf- even a lottery ticket. It's like a it's raffle a, ticket. Yeah, it's a raffle ticket. And he's listening to the radio. He's in his garage. It's like a gas station service type of thing. Yeah, like a mechanic yeah, I assume, yeah, that he runs by himself. And he's listening on the radio, and they're announcing these winning numbers. And as they're announcing it, he gets the first couple numbers, three, four... And then the other one's obscured, and they say, oh, it's 341, and it's revealed that he has 342. So he's super pissed off about it. He throws it on the ground, and it blows under the counter, and he goes away to do whatever. He threw it where? Under the counter? He threw it where? He threw it on the ground. (laughs) Anyway, so he does that. I'm an adult. And the the kids keep listening to the radio, and they say, oh, we've actually had an error. Apparently, the number is actually 342. And the person that won this, because I don't think they say Donald's name initially. No. They say the person that won this needs to be at the station by 2 p.m. And I don't think they say a time. 
at any point there, but it's made apparent that Huey, Dewey, and Louie, you know, see, the, the way that you have to remember that, babe, is it's not Louis, Louis. Oh, no, it's Louie. Louie. Or, or even just fucking think about Lucky Louie. No, I know that it's Louie. Then why do you always say Louis? Because it's funny to it's me. It's not funny. I am the master <laughs> of things that are really not funny. it really gets on your nerves. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, so the winning item is this, like, really nice banana yellow car. V- V8 car. Like, yeah. they make a big deal out of it being a V8. Is that Was that a big thing in the 50s? Um, I would imagine so, because it's a large engine. They said it gets, like, 25 miles to the gallon, which I assume is pretty damn good. Anyway, this car looks like a banana. But uh, the nephews know they need to go out there and get it, because they want to surprise Donald with it. Yep. And so they take... I'm assuming what's Donald's car or a car that's there. Yeah, because they were they were tuning it up in the garage, like cleaning the engine out. and Yeah, and so they're trying to drive it off, but it runs out of gas yep. when they go. So somehow they managed to get it back to the gas station. Because these boys got fucking grit. They're strong. Grit. Um, and so they ask Donald for gas, and gas is like, and Donald is like, no way. Where's the money? Yeah, where's where's the money? And basically, like, get out of here. <laughs> so they push the car towards a billboard. Yeah, towards the billboard of the car that he just won. Yeah, and they they cut it out, <laughs> and then do like a sandwich board thing, and like tie a rope around it, and then push it back to the gas pump. Oh, and this is after one of the boys cross dresses again. Like yeah, like they did before. Yeah, because and the, seduces their uncle because yeah, that's not creepy. The billboard advertisement was basically this like really pretty girl, yeah. duck girl, in this car, and so they pull up to the gas station and they have like a hole cut out for the gas nozzle. Yeah, for the gas door. Yep. Yeah, and uh, they're gonna try and feed it into the car, and uh, yeah, so they roll up as this lady, this <laughs> real good looking duck girl. Yeah. And they tell Donald Duck, you know, fill her up, big boy. <laughs> Donald, of course, because he likes, you know, the women. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. He obliges. He, yeah. Once they have enough fuel, they kind of roll away, and Donald doesn't really notice at first. Until he's, like, in a pool of gasoline and, like, laying on the sandwich board. That's so dangerous. I know. Yeah. He doesn't even think about it. Um, But he hears on the radio... The announcer was like, oh, man, uh, Donald Duck, your nephews have a big surprise for you. And Donald Duck is like, yeah, right. They tell him to be ready for your nephews. And Donald's like, yeah, I, I'm <laughs> going to be ready. And you can see him back with, like, some tanks of oil slugs yeah. and stuff. And he's, he's getting prepared. Yep. So the boys roll back with the car. And they're just kind of taking it easy. And it shows you how smooth the car is and everything like that. They roll up and then they honk the horn for him to come out, and he does. And he's got his sludge in tow, <laughs> and he freaking dumps the sludge all over the car and all over the boys, and they're just kind of staring at him, you know, like no big deal. Brand new car. And then he busts out a hose and hoses the entire thing off because apparently sludge is that easy to get off. Yeah. <laughs> and he he fills the car up with water and then. Opens the door to dump it out and lets all the boys out. Inflates the tires. Over inflates the tires. Over inflates the tires. So that it's almost like a balloon animal. Looking. And he takes the car into the uh, bay yep. there and he lifts it up on the hoist or whatever yep. you call it. Call it. The lift. The lift and smashes the car. <laughs> smashes it into the ceiling. The ceiling. And the tires float away because that's how tires work. And that's when the radio announcer is like, man, that Donald Duck must really be enjoying his brand new car. <laughs> 
And that's when he realizes that he had won the car. And that he fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> and that he's an asshole. Yep. I mean, don't get me wrong. The kids deserve this because they just <laughs> fucked him over earlier in the short. And they've done it before in other shorts. So, you know, there's kind of a pattern that emerges. So I kind of feel for Donald. But at the same time, he's Donald Duck. So you can't feel for him. Yeah. <laughs> But overall, I thought it was a really funny short. Yeah, this was like, a good one. I, I liked it a lot. I thought, man, Donald Dump Duck has had a lot of uh, occupations. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he really gets around there. Yeah, I liked it. And, and these boys really love cross-dressing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was Lucky Number. Yeah, so if you want to, seek it out. It's one of the better Donald shorts that we've seen. Yeah, I mean, like I said, really enjoyed it. So, down to the main business. And what is that? The serious... Business. The business business. Of Robin Hood? <laughs> uh, Join the merriest menagerie in the world's best loved legend. Men- menagerie? Menagerie, yeah. Interesting. M- merry men, do you get it? Do you get it, babe? But there was no merry men in this. Well, I mean, there was a couple. Not really. <laughs> they seem pretty merry. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. There was a couple of... Well, they're not even men. They're animals. Anyway. Stephanie. They're male animals. Anyway, uh, this was released in 1973. Yeah. 83 minutes long. Which is a pretty uh, pretty good length. Yeah. That is what she said. <laughs> it was a budget of $5 million and directed by Mr. Wolfgang Reitherman. Who apparently just directs absolutely everything in this period. Yeah. From 100 Dalmatians on, yep. he pretty much directed all of those animated films. Yeah. So Aristocats, uh, Jungle Book. Yep. So, yeah. So the decline in Disney is directly attributed to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah. Um, this is based on the legend of Robin Hood. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but there's been a lot of Robin Hood movies. You don't say. Yeah. I feel like we just had one not too long ago that looked god-awful. With my boy, Taryn. Jamie Foxx X. Taryn. I can't What's Jamie Foxx's real name again? <laughs> I don't remember. I can't remember, but it was hilarious. Uh, Heads up, Josh. This was the 21st full-length animated feature. Mm-hmm. Um, so this came about because Walt Disney was interested in the tales of Reynard the Fox. I feel like I've heard of that somewhere, and I can't remember it's where. It's like 12th century medieval story. It was in the first season of Bosch. That's what it was. What's Bosch? Bosch is an Amazon... Uh, streaming series with uh, Gone Gone Baby Gone's Titus Welliver. Does this feel good to you right now? It feels great. (laughs) Uh, First season, not great, but Jason Gedrick's character uh, bases his name, his alias, on Raynard the Fox. Jason who? Gedrick. I don't even know who that is. (sighs) Get on my fucking level. I don't know how I deal with this every week. Anyway... Reynard the Fox, like I said, was from like the 12th century medieval yep. story. Not like a Canterbury tale or anything, is it? Uh, I don't believe so, but I can't say yeah. for sure. Because I'm not well read. Yeah. So I don't know if Canterbury tales means you're well read. <laughs> but Disney was interested in that story back in like like the super early days yeah. of Snow White. Yeah, that time. was one of the first things that he wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. But they just could never find a way to do it because I believe the fox is kind of murderous and devious. Yeah. And so he just... He's a fox! Yeah. Like, that's kind of the thing. So he just couldn't find a way to, like, make it kid-friendly. Yeah. So they kept, like, repeatedly putting it back on the shelf. And then around the time when Aristocats was being made, uh, Ken Anderson, I believe his name was... The quarterback? No. <laughs> 
he does like story development and stuff. He was like, well, what if we did Robin Hood, but with anthropomorphic animals, and then Robin Hood was a fox? How many anthropomorphic movies were there that were made before this? Like, to this extent. Ooh. Because, I mean, like, I don't, I don't, like, I don't when, even want to say, like, Watership Down and shit well, like when that. When was, but, like, Redwall written? Uh, after that. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. Yeah. I do, I do feel like this very much contributes to f- the furry fandom. Please, no, let's let's not go down that hole. I'm not going to say what type of hole it is, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, they decided to make Robin Hood as a fox. Yeah. And Ken Anderson, I think, was a little disappointed because some of his hi- ideas were changed. Mm-hmm. Like, he wanted Friar Tuck to be a pig, but he felt like religious people would take that as an insult. Yeah, maybe. And he really hated that they made the sheriff into a wolf because he felt like that was such a stereotype of a villain. Yeah. He wanted him to be a goat. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. We'll get into it in the reviews, yeah. but... Uh, via per whatever Wikipedia, <laughs> due to casting changes and using experimental locations, production on the film fell behind schedule in which the animators had to recycle several dance sequences from previous Disney features in order to meet deadlines. Jesus Christ, you guys. And it's noticeable. I mean, you guys can yeah, probably look it up. Yeah. but Oh, one other thing I just remembered is I think Ken Anderson... I hope I'm getting his name right. It's Ken. I, I, I hope you're not. It's Ken something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he wanted the setting to be in the deep south. Yeah. <laughs> but. Like what, babe? What? Like what? Like Song of the South. Okay. But. Because that worked out really well. I think producers were like, eh, let's not do Song of anything Song of the South. So even in 1973, they yeah. were very conscious of that. So good on you, producers. Right. <sighs> so Robin Hood starts off with, I think, one of the most memorable songs. Like, yes. Like you hear Absol- it and you absolutely. know what it is. Yeah. The rooster singing Whistle Stop. Yep. That's what it's called, right? Whistle Stop? I think so. Okay. Last night when... Where were we last night? What? Oh, no. It was when... So when we were at Disney World, we yeah. went into the Pixar movie shorts. Yeah. Disney Pixar shorts. And there was a couple guys in front of us whistling the, like, intro to the Mickey Steamboat yeah. thing. Yeah. And they are like, man, people these days don't even know how to whistle. And I was like, is that a thing? You don't. I can whistle. Uh-huh. I just don't whistle correctly. Okay, whatever. I whistle out of the side of my mouth. Don't know why. Apparently one of my cousins does it to you. It's because she sucks. Apparently my family can't bowl either. We're really terrible at that, <laughs> uh-huh. as we find out today. Anyway, the rooster is singing or whistling Whistle Stop, which you might also know as the hamster dance song. <laughs> <laughs> um, and credits roll. And the credit sequence we that we get is basically just animation cells on a white background. Yeah. So scenes from the movies, but with a white background. Yeah. So. And you get to see the credits and, like, who actually is playing each character. Yeah. And then we start off where the rooster, whose name I don't know. <laughs> don't care. Yeah. Um, he starts singing about Robin Hood and Little John. Robin Hood and Little John walk through the forest. Uh-huh. Oodala, <laughs> Golly, what a day. And uh, so that's our intro to them. The reason they are not the Merry Men is because someone at Disney was like, let's make this a buddy comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess, yeah. yeah. So we have Robin Hood and Lil' John. Yeah. And they're just hanging out 
walking along, and then they have this philosophical discussion of are they good guys or are they bad guys? Yeah, I mean, you're stealing from the rich to give to the poor, but you're still stealing. Yeah. Little John's like, we're thieves. And Robin Hood's like, no, we're just borrowing. <laughs> from, from people who can afford it. Yeah. And Little John's like, well, we're, we're really in debt. So um, as they're having this conversation, Prince John, not Little John. Okay. Prince John's caravan is coming through, and we get to meet Prince John the Lion. Yep. And his little sidekick, Sir Hiss. <laughs> and they're in this carriage. Yeah. I guess yeah. with all their guards. Yep. And, yeah. So Robin has the idea to pretty much ransack it. Yeah. Yeah. To so, con him. Yeah. So they dress up as females. As, as fortune tellers. As, as fortune tellers, as women. And uh, they pretty much take them for, uh, yeah. <laughs> what, what do you mean? They pretty much, uh, yeah. yeah. Robin Hood rolls up and they are effusive with praise towards Prince John and, you know, kissing on his hands and stuff like that. And they're stealing his jewelry as they're doing it. And Sir, <laughs> Sir Hiss sees this going on. He tries to tell Prince John what the deal is. And he's just not having it because he he wants to believe that you know these are yeah. actually gypsies. Yeah, and uh, so while Little John stays outside, Robin goes inside the carriage, and I think Sir Hiss got put into a basket. He did because Prince did. John was like, "Stop! Like, sh- like shush!" He ties him into a knot and yeah. <laughs> throws stop him ta- in there stop and talking. sits on it. So they fake a crystal ball. And Robin is telling him, like, oh, I see you with the crown on your head, and you're going to be, I don't know, yeah. the king. Or a long whatever. rule. Yeah, yeah. And as this is going on, he's, like, trying to steal a bag of coins, and he passes it to Little John, who's on the outside. Mm-hmm. And Little John decides that he also wants the solid gold hubcats so on the you. carriage. And then he sees that the guards are carrying a treasure <laughs> Treasure trust? Yeah. Trunk? With like six locks on it. Yeah. So he kind of drills a hole in the bottom, hits the jackpot with that, and he's stuffing all these coins in his shirt. Yeah. And he's got massive jugs. Massive. He's like holding them as yeah. he walks. <laughs> and uh, at some point, I don't know if he, he tripped or whatever. Or no, he and Robin Hood ran into each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when they were trying to escape. And that's when Prince John figures out that he's been tricked and all his stuff was stolen. And they try and run after him, but because little John took the hubcaps off the wheels, Mm -hmm. it falls apart. (laughs) Crash! Prince John gets all muddy and cries and sucks his thumb. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Repeat. That's the thing. Yeah. Yep. So then we cut to the Sheriff of Nottingham, who is a wolf. (laughs) And has a great voice. Yeah, he's amazing. And uh, he is visiting Friar Tuck, who has just given a bag of coins to this dog. Who's a blacksmith, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But he's got an injured leg. Yeah. And so as the sheriff comes in, they they hide the coins. Yep. He finds out that, or he doesn't find out, but he he basically knows that the dog (laughs) put the coins in his... Cast. Cast, because as he steps it jingles. (laughs) And so we find out through this interaction that the sheriff pretty much just sucks and takes everybody's money. Because taxes. Yeah, absolutely. This is very timely considering it's tax season and we just filed our taxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a little different, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's how I feel. Uh-huh. So. Then we cut to a rabbit family mm-hmm. with the friend Turtle. 
His name's Toby the Turtle. You're damn right it is. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> likes Toby. Why? Because <laughs> he's the worst. <laughs> oh, so it's the bunny boy Skippy's birthday. For his birthday, they got him like a farthing or whatever. Yeah, a coin. A coin. And the sheriff comes in and takes it. Because as you know, the family that saves together pays, pays together. together. <laughs> and uh, as he's taking his money, Robin Hood disguised as an old blind guy yeah. comes walking in. The sheriff pretends to throw a coin in his cup and then <laughs> takes it away. It steals like the other four coins in it. Yeah. He's something else. Yeah. And then he leaves. <laughs> so then the bunny kid is crying because his birthday present got stolen. Uh, but then Robin reveals himself and gives him a bow and arrow and his hat. The kids go out to start shooting arrows, I guess. Mm-hmm. The one arrow that he was given. Well, yeah. Yeah. Say, so they're not made of money. Okay, babe, we've seen this. <laughs> you think Robin Ta- would have more arrows? Taxes are a bitch. Anyway. Skippy? Is that what I said his name was? Yes. Skippy? He... Let's looses. What do you call it? Yeah, you can say looses. Yeah, looses an arrow. <laughs> yeah, and it just goes too far. It goes into the cast, <laughs> and he wants to go get it, but they got to make sure Toby, who is the worst, doesn't snitch. <laughs> so they make him, you know, pinky swear. And, and I mean, I gotta, I gotta ask: Can turtles get stitches? I don't know. <laughs> so this is what introduces us to Maid Marion. And Lady Cluck. Lady Cluck. Inside the castle walls. They're playing badminton or something? I don't, I'm not sure exactly Yeah, it it's badminton. Or, or like a shuttlecock. Is that what I think that's what badminton around? is okay. called. The yeah, shuttlecock yeah. is the, the birdie yeah. or whatever. And you're hitting it over the tennis set with the rackets. The sport is called badminton or birdie. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Was this around back then? Eh, I don't know. Who's to say? But these are anthropomorphic. Yeah, I was going to say. Suspension <laughs> of disbelief shitheads. Stop ruining the movie. Um, so, they're basically talking about how Maid Marian used to be sweethearts with yep. Robin Hood. That chicken has some breasts. Whoa. Yeah. Come on. She has chicken cleavage. No, no. Yeah, she's probably she, just super fat. She's got chicken cleavage. <laughs> <laughs> she's got some juicy breasts. <laughs> and so, Skippy tries to go in to get his arrow, just as Maid Marian is picking up the shuttlecock. <laughs> the birdie. <laughs> there you go. Much better. <laughs> so immature. Uh-huh. And as they do that, they meet, and then she calls the other kids over, and they're all friends now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then they kind of play, fight, or reenact a fight between... Robin Hood and Prince John. Yeah. (laughs) And Skippy, a.k.a. fake Robin Hood, rescues Maid Marian, and they run off into the bushes, and they're like, now what do we do? And she's like, this is the part where we kiss. And he's like, eh. So Maid Marian's creepy. Yeah. I was like, she forced herself on that child. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she kisses him and he's like, blech, that's sissy stuff. <laughs> and then his sister laughs and laughs. Kids. I know, right? <laughs> uh, that little, little tiniest one is definitely a kid actor. Yeah. It's adorable. <laughs> Her voice is so cute. Whatever. So now we have Maid Marion and Lady Cluck in the room. She is... Talking about how much she misses Robin Hood and loves him. And at some point mentions that she is King Richard's niece. Yeah. King Richard is a lion. Yeah. Maid Marian is a fox. She's the king of the fucking jungle, babe. He can do how what he wants. How does that work? It, she's probably adopted. No. Jesus Christ. How does that even work? Yeah, whatever. Anyway, she's talking this about... This is the island of Dr. Moreau. She's talking about how much she's so in love with Robin Hood. And then they laugh because King Richard would have an outlaw for an in-law. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then we cut to Robin Hood, who is also daydreaming about Maid Marian. Yep. And he's burning the chow. <laughs> Rob, you're burning the chow. Hey, I love how he calls him Rob. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Rob. It's a buddy comedy. <laughs> it's a buddy comedy. So, yeah, so he's burning the chow. And then Fire Tuck arrives. Mm-hmm. Why did Fire Tuck arrive? I don't remember. Oh, he's like telling them that there is like an archery yeah. competition that's going to happen for the golden arrow. And a kiss. And a kiss. From Maid Marian. Which apparently she just doles those out because she just kissed a child. Well, I mean, like maybe it's on the lips or like a place of your choosing. <laughs> Where would you choose me? I don't know. It's a toughie. I have to think about it. <laughs> so now we're at the archery competition. And this friendly stork arrives. <laughs> Whoever could that be? It's well, we know who it could be because we saw him change into the costume. True. <laughs> and uh, little John is just this, like... He's Reginald. Reginald. Of Devonshire? No, I think that's where the stork is from. But uh, either way, he's he's playing like he's, he's high royalty. Yeah. Hey, PJ. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so he pretty much schmoozes up Prince John, or PJ, mm-hmm. as we will now call him. And Hiss, again, is not having it, but they kind of were like, shoo, go away. <laughs> so he goes off, and the archery competition is underway, and of course, the stork hits a bullseye. What? Yeah. And uh, Hiss is trying to figure out what's going on. He somehow gets into a balloon? Yeah. Like, it's tied around his neck, and the balloon is around his face, and he does he's, he doesn't get asphyxiated? Yeah. So not only is he floating away, then he uses his tail as a propeller, so yeah. he's just flying. Uh, but Friar Tuck catches him, and they stuff him into a bucket of ale. Um, also, I just want to mention that um, Hiss has this tiny little cape yeah. that he wears. It's pretty great. It's so funny. Um, so the archery competition comes down to Robin Hood, a.k.a. the Stork, and the Sheriff of Nottingham. <laughs> and the Sheriff has his little henchman the vulture mm-hmm. hide inside the target and the target moves away and he's got <laughs> feet and so when the sheriff shoots his bow the vulture jumped yep so that it would get a bullseye <laughs> um but the stork ends up winning even though sheriff tried to cheat yep and so he gets to go kiss me and marry you're damn right but of course this was all a trap what it's a trap <laughs> And uh, King King Prince John knows that if someone wins this competition, it's Robin Hood in disguise. Well, not necessarily. He, but. he knew it was. <laughs> so then he uh, captures him. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not looking good for Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah. Until Reginald comes up behind him, behind the curtain, puts a knife in his back and says, Release my boy. Yeah, so he's so he's basically little John's basically holding PJ hostage. Yep. Can we just call him PJ? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, we did skip the part though where Maid Marian and Robin Hood are like, "I love, I love you, you. I love you with my whole life," or That's whatever right. he says. You You're damn right. You never say anything like that to me because I'm not a fox. Yeah. Whatever. You piece of You're shit. You're a silver fox. <laughs> There's a fight scene. Yeah. And a chase scene. <laughs> a chase ensues. Yeah. As I like to say it's pretty lengthy. As this is happening, Robin Hood proposes to Maid Marian. Yeah. He's like, darling, will you marry me? She's like, absolutely. And uh, there's like a football parody with Lady Cluck Mm -hmm. and some rhinos. 
in which they play the USC fight song. Yeah. It's pretty great. Someone said there's the Wisconsin fight song in there too, but I didn't catch it. Okay. Yeah. There's some continuity issues. Why? Like little John, like in some scenes is wearing rings and then they're missing. Yeah. Or little John. Prince Prince John. Prince John. Yeah. Yeah. I just assumed that they got stolen again. Yeah, but then they show up later again. Well, you got more. And then just the way there's like cut scenes because it'll be like Robin Hood and Maid Marian are swinging on a rope, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he's sword fighting the next cut. Yeah. So it's like things move kind of weird. Just want to point that out. Anyway, they all escape, and now they're in the woods, and it's so romantic. Oh, is yeah. it? Yeah. With Maid Marian <laughs> and your boy Robin Hood. Our hood. Our hood. Yeah, Rob, and uh, they're just kind of. Taking a walk mm-hmm. through like a waterfall and a pond, and he gives her a little flower ring. It's so sweet. It's so sweet. Now there's a surprise party with all the other animals, and we're just celebrating defeating Prince John. We're celebrating recycled animation. Yeah. <laughs> so much. Like, even from its own movie. Yeah. Like, the rabbit sister laughing mm-hmm. comes from earlier with like the kids in Maid Marian. Yeah. Um, there's the Snow White is when Maid Marian is dancing with, with dwarves. We have Lil John and Lady Cluck, which is Baloo and, and King Louis. King Louis. King Louis. King Louis. <laughs> um, we have, who else in that scene? Um, the Scat Cat group. Yeah. Is the people playing all the instruments. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So that scene is really blatant. <laughs> But yeah, so they sing a song about the phony king of England, <laughs> and uh, it's a pop song. Yeah. It's a winner. It's a chart topper. It is, because it makes it all the way to the castle, where uh, your boy- <laughs> The sheriff of the Nottingham sheriff. is singing it while he's just kind of skipping and doing his taxing. I like his strut. Yeah. <laughs> Hater's gonna hate. And uh, yeah, so he brings in some more money to Mr. Hiss, Sir Hiss. And Sir Hiss is like, how do you sing that? I want to I wanna give it a shot. Mm-hmm. And so he starts to sing. And at this time is when Prince John walks in yeah. and hears their song. He's not pleased. He's not. And so he decides to triple the taxes. <laughs> triple the taxes. I like how you, ha ha. Ha 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 And so nobody can afford their taxes and everyone gets thrown in jail. Debtor's prison. And this is pretty much how the future of (laughs) America is is headed. Uh So, um, yeah. So everyone's in jail. Everything is sad. And we're at the church with Friar Tuck and two mice. And no one has showed up to church because everyone's in jail. Or everybody are heathens. True. (laughs) The sheriff arrives. Because he's just all over the place. Yeah. He gets a... He, he's got taxes to collect. He does. He's does never... He never takes a break from his job. And he takes the money out of the tie at the box for the poor. Yeah. And Friar Tuck's just not having it. He's, he's had enough. And that was the last straw. <laughs> he loses his shit. <laughs> and he tries to beat the hell out of the sheriff. Which he does with a, a pretty cane. good job. Yeah, with a staff. He does a pretty good job. Until, until the vultures roll in and... Uneven the fight. Yeah. So then they arrest him by putting something around his neck. High treason against the crown. High fucking treason. Now we're back at the castle. Now that everyone has been arrested. Everyone's been arrested. There's tons of tax money. It's raining. Yeah. Raining blood. <laughs> no, it's not. Prince John isn't happy, though. Even with all his money, he could take a swim like Scrooge McDuck with all those coins. Yeah. But he's not happy, babe. I feel like that's a statement on, like, society. Yeah. About wealth. Yeah. Sir Hiss is trying to cheer him up. Yeah. He's like, 
But, your highness... Do you want to count your money? Yeah, do you want to count your money? Do you want... Yeah. We we got Friar Tuck in jail? Like, aren't you excited? We're going to hang him? Yeah. And, uh... Well, they don't get to that yet. Oh, yeah. Because Prince John is going off about how what he really wants is to capture Robin Hood, not Friar Tuck. But, he realizes he can use Friar Tuck to lure Robin... Yeah, lure Robin Hood in. If they dis- if they um, hang, mm-hmm. execute Friar Tuck. Yep. So now we're at the gallows, <laughs> and uh, we have the sheriff mm-hmm. and the vultures, <laughs> who are named Nutsy, Nuts, and Trigger. <laughs> what? Uh, nothing. It's funny. Uh. And so they're talking about hanging Friar Tuck yep. and how they're going to get Robin Hood. And perfect timing because this old blind man. Arrives. Oh, who? Yeah, I feel like he's familiar. Yeah, he looks familiar. Hmm. And so they're telling him that there's going to be a hanging, a friar tuck, and maybe two hangings. <laughs> and uh, obviously, Robin Hood, aka old blind man. I mean, like, what purpose does it serve to hang the same person twice? Just like laugh at him when he's fucking dead. I'm joking. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, babe? <laughs> Hanging like, corpses. I feel like that's a really good like metal band name. Yeah, that <laughs> would be really good. Hanging corpses. <laughs> Trademark. Yeah. You heard it here first. Uh, <laughs> so they decide, Robin and Lil John, that they need to do a jailbreak. Too. Yeah. Somewhere in this town. I was saying, I know you want to do it. Just, just get out of your system, baby. No, I'm not going to do, do anything. Do it. No. Somewhere in the town, tonight is going to be a jailbreak. I gotta you made that sound really country. I got I to I channel my inner Andy Bernard. We <laughs> all. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, Robin... Disguises himself as Nutsy. Yeah, they capture Nutsy. He puts a sock on his muzzle and it looks fucking hilarious. Yeah. And so he flatters the sheriff and gets him to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, he gets the keys and gives him a little jump. Yep. He goes upstairs in the tower and frees everybody. Yep. Robin decides he's going to go over to the treasury and do some business, make a withdrawal. Yeah. <laughs> From the bank of. <laughs> Shitheads. Prince John. And uh, so he's doing this, and they make this little, like, conveyor rope. And I don't know how this works, to tell you the truth. Like, when, he, when he's tying the knots around the bags of money, like, how... There's so much tension on the rope. How the fuck are you tying it? Yeah, way? those would be really heavy. Yeah. Huh. But, hey, suspension of disbelief. Physics. Anthropomorphic animals. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Chickens with breasts. Exactly. And- Talking snakes. Let's do this. <laughs> Badminton. <laughs> so, um, he's this is going pretty well. This plan, yeah. Until like some coins fall out of the bag, mm-hmm. and then they have to capture the sheriff and lock him up, yep. and then they have to capture Trigger and lock him up, and then Hiss wakes up mm-hmm. because Prince John was sucking his thumb. <laughs> yep. And so there's another chase scene, and they're all trying to make it out before they drop the gate. Yep. Is that what it's called? The gate. Yeah. I don't know what else it would be called. A fence? No. I feel like it would have a fancier name than a gate. There might be something like different, dr- but it's not fence. Like the drawbridge. Yeah, I know thing. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, everyone makes it out except for Robin, who's like, 
you know, go on without me. Mm-hmm. But then one of the, like, the mom rabbit who's on this, like, hay wheelbarrow yeah. that they're all riding on uh, sees that her baby was left behind. Oh, no. Yeah. So Robin goes back to get her. He passes her off through the gate. And this is when he pretty much has to run for his life because they're shooting arrows at him. And he makes it up a tower. But then your boy, the sheriff, shows up with a torch. Hell yeah. And starts lighting everything on fire. so metal. And uh, Robin climbs to the roof to escape the fire. Which, where is the sheriff? Mm. Is he just getting smoked out or something? Maybe he's used to it. I don't know. Um, And in order to escape all the arrows and the fire... Robin jumps to his fucking death into a moat. <laughs> and then they shoot arrows into the water, and that's how it ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Robin's dead. And you guys have seen that Mythbusters episode on uh, arrows and bolts into water. It's, it, they don't work, you know? Really? <laughs> What's that? Really? It slows them down a lot. Yeah. Oh, I never knew that. Anyway. Interesting. <laughs> Indeed, yes. Indeed. And uh, Mr. Hiss. Mr. Hiss. I keep on Mr. Hiss. Sir Hiss. Sir Hiss points out as uh, Prince John is celebrating the death of Robin Hood <laughs> that look at your mother's castle. <laughs> it's on fire. It's on fire. And he's like, oh, mother. Oh, oh mommy. And sucks his thumb. <laughs> but it turns out that uh, Robin escaped. How legit would it be if he would have fucking died? <laughs> I know. <laughs> There is an alternate ending yeah. where, I don't know if they, like, captured him and made Marion, yeah. and then, uh, and King, then he, King Richard arrives I'll and say, saves the day. And then he kills them all like John Wick. <laughs> How many people did he shoot? Like, 70? I think so. I have not seen that movie yet. Well, I'm sorry. Mm. It's too bad. Now that Vanessa watched it, I kind of want to watch it. No. <laughs> anyway, Robin survives. He was using a reed to breathe air underwater like a straw. Yeah. And he's fine. <laughs> and just randomly. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, King, like, King Richard returns. Yeah, he returns. And the first thing you see is a the wanted poster of Robin Hood. And he's been pardoned by the King Richard. The King Richard. The King, yeah. And the rooster tells us the whole story that he's back. And that the kingdom has been restored. And then we see Prince John and the sheriff and Sir Hiss. And they're all breaking the, rocks. At the rock quarry. Yeah. And King Richard is laughing because he has an outlaw for an in-law. <laughs> and Robin Hood and Maid Marian get married. And for some reason, he has these big white puffy sleeves yeah. on his regular outfit. Yeah. I don't know why that was so weird to you. It's fucking weird. It looks so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just want to say that I think it's kind of weird that he asked her to marry him before he had even kissed her. Well, back then, babe. Customs were different. Uh, yeah, okay. Whatever. <laughs> I don't buy it. And also, you missed the part where she's, she talks about having, like, it's like, oh, we're going to have, like, six kids. And she's like, oh, why the hell? No, more like a dozen. I was like, whoa. That was, like, like deal breaker. I, I say, you plan to, like, get down to a lot of business, or are you just going to have, like, a lot real quick? <laughs> they went from not kissing to doing some serious stuff right away. Yeah. Somebody didn't get spayed. Uh, now we can talk about the reception. Yeah, absolutely. So Robin Hood grossed $9 million in the U.S. That was the biggest box office Disney hit of the time. And as Stephanie said, this only cost $5 million to make. So that's pretty solid back in the early 70s. And it did $35 million total in its initial release. 
That's... See, I still think five million is too much. Well, I, I mean, fair, but when Sleeping Beauty cost six million dollars to make, yeah, and nearly bankrupt Disney. But this is also inflation, a lot, I guess. A lot later, yeah, a lot later than that, yeah. like a decade later. Anyway, Jesus Christ, Judith Christ. Oh, Judith, Judith Christ, <laughs> Judith Christ of the New York Magazine said. It was nicely tongue-in-cheek without insult to the intelligence of either child or adult. She also stated that it has class in the fine cast that gives both voice and personality to the characters in the bright and brisk dialogue in its overall concept. Your boy Dave Billington of the Montreal Gazette wrote... As a film, Robin Hood marks a comeback of sorts for the Disney people. Ever since the old maestro died, the cartoon features have shown distressing signs of a drop in quality, both in artwork and in voice characterization. But the blending of appealing cartoon animals with perfect voices for the part makes Robin Hood an excellent evening out for the whole family. I didn't even mention the voices. Yeah. But, um, because they had some change in, in characters yeah. or people for the voices. They initially had some, like, teeny bopper from England Legit. to do the voice, and then it just didn't work. Like, he didn't sound... <laughs> Did he hit puberty like uh, Bobby Driscoll? Oh, Bobby Driscoll. <laughs> That'll always make me sad. Bobby Heroin. Um, but no, so they went through some changes. The guy that did Robin Hood's voice was trained in, like, Shakespearean theater. Yeah, in the theater. Um, Jay Cox of Time Magazine had kind of a mixed review. He said, even at its best, Robin Hood is only mildly diverting. There is not a single moment of the hilarity or deep, eerie fear that the Disney people used to be able to conjure up or the sort of visual invention that made the early features so memorable. Robin Hood's basic problem is that it is rather too pretty and good-natured. It's really odd. Yeah. Gene Siskel, may he rest in peace of the Chicago Tribune, gave the film one and a half stars <laughs> out of four, describing the film as 80 minutes of pratfalls and nincompoop dialogue and criticizing the animation quality as Saturday morning TV cartoon stuff. Oh. Oh. John Baxter of the Monthly Film Bulletin wrote that, for the most part, the film is as bland and one-dimensional as the product of less sophisticated studios, and except for Peter Ustinov. Oh, it's, I say Ustinov, Ustinov's, but yeah, I don't know. Plummy Prince John, the voice characterizations are as insipid as the animation is unoriginal. God damn. <laughs> Some ice for that burn, yeah, babe. Is, is it review time? It is review time. Okay. Well, I suppose I will go first because I think you went first last week. No, you went first last week, but that's because I wrote it down wrong. Motherfucker. I messed up like a couple episodes ago. Yeah. And because you get the even episodes. And, yeah. Or I get the even episodes, you get the odd number episodes. Oh, okay. And this is episode Whichever 27? episode it is, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> now I'm curious. Yeah. 27. Yeah. Yeah. So take it away. Yeah, it's I think this is another one where my expectations going in were probably lower than maybe they should have been, uh, artificially so, just because I talked to my friends and you who had- I'm your friend? Well, you know what I mean. Only only a little bit. Mm -hmm. But, (laughs) and the opinion was generally pretty low of this. And I don't, I'd seen it before, but it had been so long, I didn't really remember it. Aside from, like you said, the opening song, which, (laughs) holy shit, like you hear that- you're not getting it out of your head for 
a very long time. <laughs> a very long time. Um, but aside from that, like, I thought, I, I really, really enjoyed this. Huh. Like, the, uh, the rooster, um, just that, that transition. I actually like the credits at the start over the, uh, the white backdrop with the animation that was coming later in the movie. I don't know why. It was just, it was different. Um, and I think aside, aside from the recycled animation, and there was a little bit of a lull story wise, probably like 70% through the movie or so. Which part? Uh, I think after they get back to the forest after he's rescued Maid Marian. I don't really like that part. That's where the recycled animation kind of starts. But aside from that, I thought the, uh, like Prince John was almost like a comedic poor man's Joffrey from Game <laughs> of Thrones, if that makes any sense. Um, he's just, he's such a sniveling shithead and, but he's actually really, uh, fiendish. Yeah. He's very cold hearted and, and just kind of cold as ice. But, but the, uh, yeah, I, I like Sir Hiss as comedic relief. I thought the voice acting overall, um, was great. I like the characterization was excellent, even if it is kind of archetypal type of stuff from the characters. Um, I thought that Phil Harris as Little John was probably as charismatic as I'd seen him in any of these Disney movies. I thought he was better than he was as Baloo. He was definitely better than he was in the Aristocats. And the choice to go with a buddy comedy rather than, you know, the traditional Robin Hood and the Merry Men, I thought was a probably a pretty good idea because they play very well off of each other. I thought the sheriff was excellent. Like, his accent was hilarious. The vultures were hilarious. <laughs> um, and, and like I said, Prince John, I mean, the thumb-sucking stuff, you know, they, they milked maybe a little too much overall. But, I mean, like, I can see where Gene Siskel was coming from with the Saturday morning cartoon quality aspect of the animation. And that's fair. But I think overall, just compared to what we'd seen just from the, the, the latest Disney movies... This was like almost like a breath of fresh air and just how fun it was, even if it was a little bit more simple. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll save the specifics, I guess, for my ranking, but I liked it a lot. Okay. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it quite a bit too. And I know you hate when we agree. <laughs> I don't hate it. I yeah. just, you know, hopefully just for different reasons. Yeah. No. Um, I thought the cast had really good chemistry. The voice acting, I really liked who they chose. It really fit their character. Um, I did at one point think like, man, some of these have American English accents. Yeah, I thought I thought about that British too. British English accents. But which, once more, that was like a suspension of disbelief kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, it didn't really bother yeah. me like that too much. It was but just noticeable. Yeah. Um, and then I, the same, I'm going to echo with Phil Harris. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, he's very unblue yeah. in this movie. Yeah. Because I felt like when we got to O'Malley and Aristocats, it's like, oh, this is just blue. Yep. But in this one, I am like, he's a whole different character. And I don't think he has a lot of range, but I think... No, but he's likable. That's the point. Like, yeah, he's, he is a character. This character is a good fit for yeah. his voice and for what he does. Uh, going off of that, I think the humor is really good in this. Mm -hmm. um, you were laughing yeah, out there loud. Yeah, there are plenty. The, the one review where it says, like, there, there are no la like laughs to be had. Fuck that shit. I, I, there was plenty of parts where I was laughing yeah. my ass off. And I think the like the thumb sucking is more like like that's the kid humor of yeah, it. Yep. But there is some quippy stuff and um, some things that are for adults mm -hmm. because there are stuff that I found that I 
maybe wouldn't have caught as a kid that I caught now. I kind of wondered, too, as a kid, if I really understood the story. Right. Um, but, yeah, no, I, th- I think it works. The pace is really good. Yeah. I don't think it's slowed down. And I I don't know. I think it might just be me loving the movie as a kid. But I really like the romance. Right. Between, because they're adorable. Like, they're yeah. like. I mean, it was pretty quick. Because basically the only background that they give you is that uh, they had been almost together or, like, maybe an item They're before. They were, like, sweetheart, like yeah, childhood sweethearts. Before she'd gone to London for whatever yeah. reason. So I don't know if it was a couple of years. And then they hadn't seen each other since she'd been yeah. back. And, and then saying, and then after that, bam, they're right on it. But. I'm just into the whole, like, true love. I and, know. Yeah. And so, like, when he was, like, sword fighting and they're bantering, yeah. I just thought it was adorable. <laughs> um, little John, I think, is really funny. And he's fun to root against. Sir Hiss, he's, he's great. Not Little John. Prince John. Prince John, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Prince John. Um, Sir Hiss is fun. He's funny. Um... And the sheriff is just a shithead. Like the way the way that he collects those taxes, it's like a a cartoonish like stereotype. But he's of, great. Like I love his strut. Yeah, like I the love, southern drawl. I love his voice. Yeah. Yeah. Some people were thinking they were going for a southern angle on this uh, because of the vultures and the sheriff. Well, that might have been some carryover from when they wanted to do it that way, possibly. And that they maybe they just liked the elements of that so much they just kind of yeah. left it in. That's what I would think. Yeah. I just I thought the movie was really charming. Yeah. Um Cause like I said, when you compare I, that to like Aristocats, where like that's mediocrity defined. Yeah. Like, even if this uh animation wise and story wise is mediocre, the humor and the characters I think set it apart yeah. from that. And I would say like the recycled animation really didn't bother me because at least it was only in one section of the movie, not spread out. But it's still absolutely something you should dock points for. No, it is laziness, <laughs> but to know like they were behind deadline yeah. and they lost voice actors and had to find but new it's, ones. But it's still what is what it is, man. It is what it is. Um, I think what bothered me more is more of like the Deus Ex ending of. Mm-hmm. King Richard comes home. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Like that, that was like, I was you, like, you don't, oh. You don't really get a satisfying comeuppance for yeah. the sheriff and Prince John. Like they obviously end up in a shitty place, but you don't see it happen. Yeah. It's so. just like he comes home and now everything's fine. Yep. yep. And I was like, oh, well, I wanted like Robin to defeat them. Yeah. So yeah, so that was more like, that bothered me more than the recycled animation. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I, I really enjoyed it. All right, so we're to the rankings, and since I reviewed first, Stephanie will give her ranking first. Okay. Uh, I think it's going to go pretty high, actually, because I have, like, like Aristocats is around 19, Sword mm-hmm. in the Stone, Jungle Book are 15 and 16. Um, I think I might actually... <laughs> See, now I'm like... Mm. That's a toughie. I know where I'm going to put it. It's pretty easy. Oh, well, you go then. What's that? Go. Why do I have to go first? Because I'm still deciding. Motherfucker. This is not a restaurant. Okay. <laughs> well, I think this is another instance where it's the clear definition between the quote-unquote classics mm-hmm. and then that second tier yeah. of Disney flicks. And I think I would slot this, and I'm sure you guys are getting fucking tired of it at this point, or... The effusive praise of it, anyway. 
I would slot it right behind Ichabod and Toad. Toad. Yes, but right ahead of the Jungle Book. Because one of the better parts of the Jungle Book was Baloo. Well, this bear with the same voice actor is better than that character. And overall, this is funnier than that. And the animation, the animation is not really any worse. So it's, I don't think. it's going 12th. Yeah, it's going to be number number 12, just behind Ichabod and Toad and Snow White. Damn it. Yeah. I Story of Thunder. should have went first. That's what you got. Because <laughs> I was thinking of putting it 12th. <laughs> like, right behind Snow White and giving Snow White just, giving it the edge just because. It is what it is. Well, they took animation from it. Yeah. So. Right. Although I think I would enjoy watching Robin Hood more because it's more fun. Yeah. But I mean, the animation quality of Snow White, the artistic yep. uh, elements of it. So mine is also 12th behind Snow White, but ahead of So Dear to My Heart. You fucking fraud. I'm sorry, babe. And I just want you guys to know that she put this fucking movie ahead of Dumbo. Yes, I did. What a piece of shit Stephanie is. Kevin, stop talking about Dumbo. <laughs> Dumbo was so like twenty five movies ago. And and that fucking live action movie is gonna be legit. Josh, it's, I don't care what you're saying. It's gonna, it's be, gonna terrible. be great. It's gonna be terrible. <sighs> I hate you guys so much. It's gonna be terrible. All the live action movies are going to be terrible. Maybe, but this one won't be. Michael Keaton is legit. He's he back is. to being legit. Well, he's always been legit. He but. is. But Tim Burton? I don't care. I don't care. Mm. It's got that cast. I think the CG looks pretty good. This isn't your podcast. Why are we talking about Dumbo? Because it's great and people need to understand. <laughs> um, quickly, before we go, our trip to Disney World. Yeah. What What was your favorite ride or attraction? What did you enjoy the most? I think my favorite ride is always the Tower of Terror. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's pretty consistent with the the motif, the theme. I like the Twilight Zone a lot. Mm-hmm. I love Rod Serling. Um, yeah, so I, I would probably say that. But mostly it was just nice to get out of zero-degree weather yes. <laughs> and get, get into something that's more temperate in the, in the 70s or low 80s. Uh, there was a day when it was super hot and I was sweating and I was like, at least I'm not freezing right now. <laughs> so if you guys do ever go... Um, there's so much new stuff now. So much. There's so much stuff that we've been there three times now, and we mm-hmm. still haven't done it all. No. So. No. We would need to be there for a, a much longer time than I would be willing to, to put in. Sadly. <laughs> Whatever. I think next year we're going to try for Disneyland. Yeah. Something different. Um, one thing that I keep telling everybody about, and I know you're going to roll your eyes, is The Void. Yeah. Which isn't necessarily Disney, but it's in Disney Springs. Yeah. And it's Star Wars, which I guess is now a Disney property. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you have a chance to do The Void while you're down there, fucking do it. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just blown away by virtual reality and the technology that we have these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, Old people. Yeah. <laughs> what, <laughs> what even is this technology? Um but oh my god, I can't see my hands. If you haven't been to Disney World in a while, there's Toy Story World, there's Star Wars stuff coming. There's fucking Yeah, if you if you happen to have shitloads of money laying around. <laughs> yeah, leave your kids at home and uh just go to Disney World, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't support this. <sighs> I always support going to Disney World. I try to get Kevin to buy into the Disney Vacation Club, but he's That's no. not going to happen cuz uh I'm not irresponsible with my cash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Next week. Wrapping it up, because we're responsible. 
<laughs> next week, speaking of not bringing your kids, <laughs> next week we have no. Yes. Aww. See, but whenever you say no, it's legit. But I don't like this character. It's as it gonna is. be great. I don't like the series. Next week is the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Yes, it's a movie. Um, and our short is Glago's guest. Glagos. I have no Glagos. idea. Yeah. G-L-A-G-O. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah. yeah. You get to hear me be annoyed by Winnie the Pooh. Next yeah. Week. And not me. Well, me, me as well, maybe, but mostly Winnie the Pooh. He's so stupid. Piglet's <laughs> yeah. so annoying. I'm basically an Eeyore. Yeah, if you guys do Twitter, uh, you can talk to Stephanie and probably see creepy-ass pictures of me because she likes to take pictures of me when I'm sleeping during movies because she's an asshole. We are at DTB Disney, and you can subscribe, rate, and review if you like. We're on all the uh, podcasting and, and music services. Pretty much. I think, yeah. And uh, tell all your friends and tell Kevin to stop falling asleep during movies and I wouldn't take pictures of you. I cannot help it. If they were better, this wouldn't happen. (laughs) And just know that... Disney is our business! Our business is gone! I felt like you were yelling at me and I feel like I'm going to cry. Yes! (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye.